you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. How is everyone doing today? Hope you're well. Hey, welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast with your host, Tim Madden. I am super excited you are tuning in today. Hey, if you don't know me, I have helped here at the Executive Career Upgrades this year. We have had over several hundred offers come in for our clients. This is super exciting. I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures, right, figure out what they need to do to elevate their career. And I'm a former military officer. So if you're watching inside the Executive Career Network and you're military, let me know in the comments below. Hey, each week we stream live inside the Executive Career Network, which is the fastest growing career network. We're up to a little over 6,200 members now. So if you're watching in the Executive Career Network, say hi below in the comments. And hey, we also stream to iTunes, Spotify, and a couple other places. Each week, I deliver tactics and strategies to help with your mindset, your online brand, getting on interviews, converting interviews to offers, which is what we talked about on uh, a part of that on the last episode. This episode, which we'll get into soon, we're talking about salary and negotiation, right? What I know after helping so many people is almost no one likes talking about it, but everyone wants more of it. Hey, if you're watching in the ECN, comment below. Hey, Tim, that's me. We also talk about how to be super successful when you land your next role. Hey, do me a favor, as always, if I provide any type of value, which if you've listened to the past couple episodes, you're absolutely right now, okay? Absolutely. The words that I'm going about to say for salary negotiation, make sure you have a pen and paper handy. Okay, you're going to get so much value from this podcast. I'm super excited to deliver this information to you. If you would leave me a review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It helps other people see this, or maybe you can share this with a friend or a family member or a business associate. And maybe it's just what they need to hear to have a massive career transformation, or maybe they're going on an interview. And they're going to get that question about what's your salary, or maybe they have an offer coming. And I absolutely know this is going to help those individuals. Now, what I also wanted to do was we had a couple reviews. So if you left me a review on iTunes, hey, we are going to read those real quick and see what other people are saying about this podcast. Let me pull it up for a sec. I had it up. It disappeared. Sorry, everybody. So what people were saying, and by the way, I just really appreciate anyone who took the, the couple minutes to go and leave me a review. Um, one was from giving from the greater good, not sure of your name, but for, Hey, for quick, get it done. Motivational tidbits to keep me moving. I truly enjoy listening to the exec career upgrades podcast. Interviews are hard, but so are a lot of professional conversations, especially when, when it comes to networking. 
Um, whoever sent this, I completely agree. This podcast shares interesting insight into the psychology of getting seven layers deep into the core issues and challenges of both the hiring decision makers and interviewees go through during a high level job search. Thank you so much. Five stars. I appreciate that. Also for the consultants get hired, the episode we did a couple weeks ago, this is the most succulent and insightful bit for me. It changes my whole approach. Hey, really appreciate that. Thank you, Leanne and another five stars. All right. I have some exciting news before we get started. Guys, congrats to Yvonne, Kent, Jason, John, Jessica, Todd, Christian, Gary, and Steve for all getting offers last week. So congratulations if you, they are in the Executive Upgrades program. So those individuals, I'm gonna be mailing you out your coin. Hey, congratulations and good luck in your next role. If you need help in your career, you can go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Let's get started. Episode six, keeping going with the, the ACE, the interview series, okay? Today we're talking about how to earn more with these proven tips for salary negotiation. First, let me say, I'm a big framework person. If you're in marketing, you probably have framework too, right? If you're gonna build a funnel, if you're gonna target people, you have steps, a framework, a blueprint, right? Or if you're in project management, if you're in supply chain, no matter what you're in, you have these, right, this framework. Not having framework for salary negotiation will cost you a tremendous amount of money over your career. So pay very close attention to this episode. Pay very close attention. Negotiation starts at the very first contact you have. How do you look on your resume? How do you look on your profile? What are you saying when you first get on the phone? Even if you're not talking about money, that's when people are going to start making first impressions and judgment calls based on you. How's your confidence level, right? So there's many factors before we talk about these tips that go into, right? Like everyone always thinks, let's talk about salary negotiation when they get the offer. It starts at the first contact. So I want to make sure, right, that you guys have some framework of how that first call is going to go. So let's get into number one today. Okay, you're on the phone with, it may be a recruiter, an HR manager, the VP of HR, head of HR, or the actual decision maker or the CEO, okay? You might get a little push. Everyone's, it's happened to everyone before, you're gonna get on the phone call, maybe with the recruiter, and it's gonna say, hey, while we get started, I'd like to get an idea about your expectations for compensation. Or they might say, what range of pay are you looking for? Let me know if you're watching in the ECN. If anyone has ever asked you that question, you get on the phone and the first thing they do is start talking about money. And you're like, uh, I'm not sure how to handle it. Now, before I give you some framework on how this conversation will go, I want to provide some perspective of just how people make decisions. Okay. Let's first talk about a home or a house. Okay. Is there anyone currently listening on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or in the executive career network who paid more money than they wanted for a home? Anyone ever done that before? Has anyone ever paid just a little bit more money than they wanted to for a car? Because you got what you really wanted, right? 
people are willing to go higher than what they have budgeted. They always do. Okay. Their budget was 200K for the house, but they wanted that extra bedroom. They wanted the pool. They wanted the nice kitchen. So, you know, the total cost was 220,000. Maybe if you live in like Indianapolis, definitely not Florida. Maybe you wanted your lease payment on your car for $400, but you wanted the leather interior. So now your payment's 430. But do you agree? Are you happier when you spent 430 to get that leather, that extra $30 a month? $360 a year. What about to have that extra better or whatever? So remember your ability to make them feel comfortable in your ability to solve their challenges and what they're looking for is always going to make it easier to negotiate. Remember that. All right, let's get back into it. If you're on the phone, Hey, I'd like to get an idea about your expectations for compensation. What range of pay are you looking for? Here is how you answer that. 90% of the time, this works every time. Great question. What do you have budgeted for this role? That is how you respond to that. If they ask you about compensation, you ask them, what do you have budgeted for this role or what's the range of pay? Most of the time, they're going to let you know. Now, remember, even if that pay is a little lower than your last position, People always spend a little bit more, typically 20%, if they get someone that they really, really want, which is your job in the interview. So remember, if you're targeting 200 and they say the pay's 150 to 190, don't say that's out of my range. Get them to want to hire you. Show them you are that leather, okay? Show them that you are that extra bedroom in the home. Because let's be honest, we've all done it before. We've all paid a little bit more to get what we really wanted, agree or disagree. Okay, now what might happen is they might give you some resistance in two areas. We're gonna go over them as well. So maybe you tell them, hey, we do have a range in mind. Or maybe they say, you know what? We aren't sure of the range at this time because this is a newly created position. Where do you need to be? Sometimes this may happen. Let me share with you. And hey, if you're not taking notes because you're, you're driving or you're listening in, you can, we'll post the link, email out the link to iTunes so you can, you know, get these word tracks later. So again, second question is, hey, Tim, we're not sure of the range at this time, but where do you need to be? This is a way to answer it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking for fair market value of what a VP of operation makes in Tampa, Florida. Do you happen to know what that is? Maybe they don't. Maybe the CEO don't. Maybe the recruiter don't. Hey, Tim, unfortunately, I don't. But before, you know, we move forward, I need to, you know, know what your compensation details are. These guys are really pressuring you. This may happen. Your ability to not handle this will cost you tens of thousands of dollars. So remember, let's recap these again. What are your compensation expectations? Great question. What do you have in range for this position? Then they say, we're not sure. Where do you need to be? This is a new role. Hey, I'm just looking for fair market standard. Do you know what that is? If they push even more, which it may happen one out of 50 times. Hey, unfortunately, I don't. Here's how you answer this. Hey, I know your main concern is sending me forward. And at the end, you guys want to bring me on and we, you may fall short on what you have to offer. 
I assure you, I won't let compensation stand in the way of a great opportunity. My next position that I'm focusing on is more about the impact of the organization because I want to make a difference. If they keep pressuring you after three times, guys, this, if they're only worried about money, can we all agree that's probably not somewhere you want to work? Here's another thing too. Isn't it so hard to give a number up front? We have lots of consultants who, you know, business professionals who have a job and they do consulting on the side, right? Isn't it hard to give a price without truly understanding what someone's looking for? It makes sense, right? If someone says, you know, say you're a website developer and someone comes to you and say, how much does it cost to build a website? How many pages do you want? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you, do you want this? We can all agree, right? The more work, the more pay. So you, you know, by the previous episodes, I always like to add a little bit of humor in. It helps break these tension areas. So a lot of the times, you know, feel free to add some humor in. Hey, we really got to have a number. Hey, great question. Am I working 40 hours a week or 80 hours a week at this job? Because that's going to de 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 determine my compensation requirements. Ha, 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 ha. Hey, John, to be honest with you, I'd really like to learn more about, you know, what you're exactly looking for, what's important to you in the individual that you're bringing on, what are the challenges? And if I think that we can solve them, then we can talk about what a fair compensation would be and we can, we can work together on that. Sound good? You guys got any questions in the ECN? Just pop them down below for me. Okay, M moving forward. Number two, maybe they email you about compensation. This happens frequently. It wasn't brought up, no one asked. You talk to the recruiter, the CEO or whatever, and he pinged you, he or she pinged you later after you had a really good conversation and they ask you, Hey, Tim, great conversation earlier, but before we move forward, we need to know what compensation you're targeting, what range you're looking for. Again, here is a way to respond to that in an email. Absolutely. I am not sure if you had a range in mind. And if not, I'm sure we can work together to figure out what a fair compensation would be as we progress. At the end of the day, I know when we decide to partner together, I will ensure compensation won't stand in the way of us, you know, working together to, you know, grow this department, solve these challenges, help the organization. Hey, it would also be nice if we progress that I learn more about the general compensation structure of the company. I know many professionals only think about base salary, but omit other incentives that organizations provide that are valuable, right? A lot of people, when they talk about salary negotiation, what's the first thing everyone talks about? Base salary. Base salary, hey, I really need to be at 180. I really need to be at 150. I really need to be at 325. But what they fail to do is, hey, are you going to get a 10% annual bonus? Is it going to be 20%? Because maybe at your last job, you made 180. Maybe this job is 170. And you're like, oh, man, this is 10K less than my last job. Maybe you get a 30% bonus, which is, you know, what is that? I don't know, $45,000 a year. Maybe you get six weeks vacation. Maybe you get restricted stock, right? We just played someone in Microsoft, you know, a couple months ago. She got like 100K RSUs over a four-year period. So remember, there's many things to consider. So that is one way to handle it if you're emailed later. 
Now, when they call you with the offer, this happens all the time. Let me show you how to handle this. Hey, Tim, we'd like to bring you on as the VP of marketing for Johnson & Johnson in Tampa, Florida. Hey, the base salary is 170. You're going to get a 10K sign-on bonus, a 25% bonus, et cetera. Hey, are you, you know, are you good with those terms? If you want to negotiate, you say this, John, thank you so much for that offer or Carol, thank you so much for that offer. I can't wait to come on board and you know, I've met the team. I've done this, this, and this, Hey, would it be possible? Can you email me over the offer details? so I can talk to my significant other or read over everything and I can get back to you at the end of today or the first thing tomorrow morning. I have never seen that not work. I've never seen a company said, no, you gotta let me know right now over the phone. This will buy you a little bit of time. Here at ECU, right? We primarily negotiate through email because a lot of people don't like negotiating over the phone. If you like negotiating over the phone, I'm gonna give you a couple strategies, but primarily we found it to be successful via email. So if they present you with this offer, just simply say, be excited, regardless of if it's lower than what you want, okay? Be excited, ask them to send everything over and you'll get back with them by the end of the day or first thing tomorrow morning. Let me give you a couple different ways we negotiate deals here and things that you can negotiate. Okay. Increasing your base or incentives, other incentives, bonuses, the cost of living index you can use to your example or you use to your advantage. So if you could Google, right, cost of living index, here's what's going to happen. Maybe you recently moved. We can all agree that sometimes when you accept positions, you move or you just move to a new location and you're working remote. These are some things to consider. You can use that cost of living index and say, hey, when I lived in Indianapolis, the cost of living index was 47.5, right? And I made 100K in my last job or what have you. Hey, to live in New York City, the cost of living index is twice as much. So you know, use that to your advantage, the cost of living index. Now, let's walk through one of these emails, regardless of if we're talking about the base, the bonus, or other incentives. Here's the email. Number one, thank you so much for this offer. I can't wait to come on board at Johnson & Johnson and make an impact. Number two, I just had a few questions. In we'll talk about the cost of, of, of living, right? Hey, this job is actually requiring me to relocate to New York City, right? The cost of living in Indianapolis is this and New York City is this. Also, I feel with my background of X amount of years in the industry, making huge impacts at other organization, there is no doubt in my mind I'm going to have continued success at Johnson & Johnson. Would you be willing to match the difference on the cost of living index, whatever that is. Here's how we wrap up every email. I never want compensation to stand in the way of a great opportunity. So would welcome a conversation around these topics at needed. Look forward to your response on the last day at Johnson & Johnson. I know that was a mouthful. Replay this episode if you need to. But the framework of the email is number one, we're excited, okay? 
hey, I can't wait to come on board. Number two, just had a few questions regarding compensation. Number three, maybe it's the cost of living index or your value. Hey, I feel due, you know, due to market research, due to this reason, because of my accomplishments and achievements, which is why they hire you, because of my ability to solve previous situations and challenges that you're experiencing right now, I'm asking for X of an increase on the base, X of an increase on the bonus plan, more commission, percentage on the annual bonus if, if things are met, a little bit more vacation so I can spend time with my family. Now, some stats of the National Employment Association Board government entity who could conduct surveys. This was done about five years ago. Let me give the odds to you right now. 76% of people who ask for more of something typically get it. The odds are with you. Now, here's another interesting stat. Of those 76 people who asked for more whatever and got it, around 40% typically got more than they thought they were going to get. The odds are with you, okay? If done the right way. Show them you're excited. Tell them why, you know, through your value, you should get whatever you're asking for. And then say, hey, I don't want this to stand in the way of a great opportunity because sometimes you may ask for a very high number and it may offend people. That's why we always want to wrap up with, hey, I don't want compensation to stand in the way. So if you'd like to talk through this, I'd be open to it. And then you might have to handle it on the phone. But remember, why did I spend more money on the house? I wanted the extra bedroom. Why did I spend more money on the car? I wanted the leather seats. Show your value if you have to make a call or through that email of why you should be worth more money. Guys, simply using, simply just asking for more money is probably not gonna work. Tell them why you should get that amount. Last thing you wanna do is leverage offers. Okay, so you may be, say I just got that you know, offer from Johnson & Johnson, but I'm still interviewing at other companies that I'm you know, equally as excited about. Let me give you an example to send to the recruiter, the CEO, the decision makers, if you're trying to leverage this offer for another. All right. So let's say it's IBM. I'm through the interview loop. I'm halfway through. I still got to meet more people. Decision maker over there is Jane. Send Jane an email that says this. Hey, Jane, I wanted to keep you updated on my job search progress. I just received an offer from Johnson & Johnson and I'm considering taking it, but I wanted to follow up because I really want to work at IBM and it's my number one choice because of these reasons. Would it be possible to connect sometime tomorrow if you're still viewing me as a candidate for this role? Everyone got that? Leverage your existing offers to other individuals, to other companies that you're still going through the interview loop at. Now, at the end of the day, let's talk about something people typically don't talk about, but I talk about with the, with the clients here at ECU. A fair offer is what you think it is, not what the market says it is, not what other people are getting paid there, not, it doesn't matter. Fair is what you think it is. If you think you're getting a fair offer, then you are. Does that make sense to everyone? If you think you're getting a fair offer, you are. Now, here's a couple things, though, you want to be, you know, reluctant or weary of. 
if you negotiate too hard, okay, and you come on board, some people think, oh, I got another X amount, ha, 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 ha. That's how you're starting the relationship at the company. You're going to be known as the person who come in and was basically saying, I'm not going to do it unless it's another 50K and they gave it to you. How do you think your first day is going to go now? So I think it's the best when it's a fair offer for you and it's a fair offer for the organization that you're going to be working for. Can we all agree if you're listening to this podcast right now, it should be fair for them and it should be fair for me. Can we both also agree or everyone who's listening to this, that's how I want to start a relationship. Hey, I got a good deal and they got a good deal. Now let's work together to solve these challenges and grow this company. Hope these help you. I know I flew through a lot of information really quick. So be sure to rewatch this and save these word tracks. They will save you and your inability to follow this framework through different steps of the interview. Again, could also, could cost you a tremendous amount of money through your career. All right. Remember, if you need help on your career with your resume, with getting on interviews, maybe it's been, you know, 12 months. Maybe you're just starting your search and you're completely lost regardless of what level you are. Don't think because you're a seasoned executive that we don't talk to them every single day and they say, hey, Tim, I'm lost in my career. I don't know what to do. I've hired a thousand people, but now I'm going for my next move and I don't even know where to start. Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Schedule a call with us. This will be, I can guarantee you, a call unlike any call you've ever had about your career. See you next week, everybody.